All right, so welcome to episode nine of Average Ten. Ten. Oh, we're at episode ten. Double digits, yo. Hey, episode ten. Shit's gonna get real. Of Average Adventuring Party, where the party runs a completely legitimate salvage and reclamation business that they'll absolutely pay taxes on, Your Honor. No, I'm just getting blank <laughs> stares. That was yeah. the other group. Yeah, we we uh we operate on the rule of finders keepers versus losers keepers. Uh, no, no, it's usually lo- losers bleeders. <laughs> it's, it's losers sweepers. They have to clean up the mess that you guys leave, which is a face fate worse worse than death. Yeah. Boy, are we messy! I can't speak this morning. No, you can't. Uh, morning. And also, it's not morning. It's evening. We've got the usual guys here. We got Mike playing Iacus, Steve as Galdrian, Steph as Ardith, and Ray as someone. Suna. Suna. Yeah, something like that. Tuna. Yeah, t- t- tuna, the the merman. Uh, I don't know. What's a what's a good class for her? Uh, warlock. That sounds about right. <laughs> Summon it from the deep. The druish princess. <laughs> it's funny she doesn't look druish. So last time, what uh, what happened, you guys? Oh well, there we was didn't a die. basilisk. We had uh, fun. Not getting stoned on the roof. Uh, <laughs> we went through, uh, took care of our reptilian friend, and continued on. Made a plant friend. He's uh, a fun guy. Oh yeah, he's a fun guy. Uh, after getting our minds absolutely rocked by the fun guy. Only two of you. Well, yeah, no. Galdrian's a bard. Of course he experiments with shrooms. And uh, I threatened to eat multiple plant people. So that tracks. Um, Then we went down and met our friend um, in the tunnels, uh, who became a giant snake. We proceeded to to ignore the hell out of her and kill the spitter. Uh, (laughs) And then paid attention to our snake friend. I stabbed a cultist with a snake. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was is. fun. Yeah. The defining moment there. Snake on snake action, yeah. Tried Indeed. to keep one alive. Yeah. Didn't, didn't work. And it didn't work. And then we killified everything and looted the bodies. And mm-hmm. you've got a basilisk egg. I do have a basilisk egg. I do have a basilisk fang. And we made our way out mostly alive. We got some good shit. Yeah. Uh, a Galdrian got a real spooky black dragon mask that... He got a real bad feeling about sense of foreboding. And then uh, the two elves and the fox lady get proceeded to get mind fucked by angels. Uh. <laughs> let's, let's clarify that a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> I a lot. <laughs> you guys made it back to town with some difficulties. Encountered the dreaming dark for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. They nearly took my sister. Yep, nearly, uh, nearly caught Shinara in, in on that. Sleepy singing. You certainly met a or value of met a version. A version of a character that you once knew, which proceeded to die quickly. Which proceeded oh, yes. to die at the hands of a character that you guys now remember you knew in a previous life. So all of that to say, Talia who the group has met a couple of times before in Overlook, was murdered by a lady whose skin was on fire, whose hair was on fire, who carried a flaming whip, uh, and tore her apart with it. 
So it looks like a demon. And it smells like a demon. It's a power genasi. <laughs> ah, fantastic. <laughs> it uh, looks like a demon, smells like a demon. It's clearly three ducks in a man costume. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Having seen Talia get killed before their very eyes, Galdrian, Ardith, Shannara, and Suna realize that this is not their first go-around in this life. Galdrian and Ardith remember that they previously, in a, in a different timeline, had adventured with with uh, Talia and Bayul, for that matter. And they were sent back from the end of the universe uh, to a time before they had made some unspecified screw-up and were told, don't mess up this time, figure it out. No pressure. No pressure. And that's where we're going to pick up. It, it was fairly quiet until you guys heard the singing. That lady who was on fire appear, appeared, killed your uh, acquaintance, and then disappeared. Uh, several screams ring out as, uh, you know, what remains of this body is now seen by multiple people. Everyone scatters. Within a few minutes, you hear the, uh, the Mountaineer Guard coming. And as previously discussed, Galdrian, Ardith, and Suna all remember being at the end of the world and getting sent back. Galdrian just stumbles forward with a thousand yards stare in his eyes toward Talia's body, what remains of it, and falls down onto his knees in front of her and tries to pull it towards him, uh, just clutching her towards him, uh, holding on to it, like embracing it towards him. Uh, and just starts uh, crying out and uh, in just this this uh, mournful agony. Shannara looks just completely gobsmacked. She's stunned into silence for probably the first time in forever. After a, a moment, you hear the Mountaineer Guard coming. You hear his proud scream, more specifically. He rounds the corner. He's got his two axes in hand and sees Galdrian just like huddled over these remains and just walks up to the group. Do we still have creepy singing? No. Okay. There's, there's no more singing. Uh, in fact, if you recall, uh, before she was killed, Talia was surrounded by these little like bubble, bubbles full of kind of candlelight. Uh, those are gone as well. Um, of course. The only the only thing that remains is the scorch mark where Talia was, the scorch mark where this other person was, and um, what remains of her. Uh, Proud Scream walks up to the group, looks at all of you, looks around again. Why is it every time there is a dead body in this town, it's one of you? Dear God, I wish I knew. I mean, technically, it's not one of us. We didn't die. No, I mean, you're involved. I mean... I know who did this. Who? Wait, Scribe! <laughs> scribe comes running over. I know who did this. I know why they did this. Talk to this man. And he just grabs the Scribe by the shoulders, moves him in front of you. And I know who they're going to go after next. The scribe looks at you. He's got big eyes. Her name was Mardiana. 
She's a fire genasi, a shadow dancer. Many years ago, she was just a girl who, uh, whose family was killed in an attack. And she was uh, corrupted by evil influence and turned into a monster. Hold on. Dancer. Evil. Dead family. She's doing this because she's made a deal with a demon named Rurari. Uh, is that one R or two? I don't think that matters right now, but uh, two. Oh, okay. So This girl here, Talia, she was an inheritor. She could have... Oh, she was one of the keys y'all told me about. That's right. It was her. You guys had to put her in... in the one who killed her. And somebody else all together to, to keep the dragon out. When, when you say dragon, Proudscreen looks up. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Mardiana is working with this Rarari to bring back a dragon named Kemet. The oldest red dragon. Why didn't you tell me any of this before? What the hell is going on? What are you remember? getting we my are, wards into? We are so fucked. Yeah, we're gonna die, because that was the key. What key? <laughs> what the hell are y'all talking about? I don't about? know, they like broke the world or something, and they had to use these people to get rid of the dragon. They've been right here the entire time. This. No. Did y'all do this before? Yeah. 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 See, they lived before me, and then I came along Maybe we after had... they broke the world. Maybe we yeah. handle Proudstream and then we have a discussion. Yeah? Oh. Yeah? Okay. But we're screwed. <sighs> She's dead. We are so totally fucked. We're screwed. It's just another Monday. Okay. okay. Proudstream's looking back and forth to channel view. The scribe is looking back and forth between all of you, like desperately trying to keep up with this. Do you know someone named Wolf Swift? Uh, Proud Scream says, yes. You need to contact her right away. Hold on. <laughs> Messenger! And one of the guys comes shouting over, go find Nettles. And the guy runs off. Yes, Nettles. Uh, I, I remember him. Yes, he's he's trustworthy. He's he's reliable. But what are we what are we going to do now? I don't know if we can do this without Talia. Hence why we are so very fucked. But they seem to think we can do something. So, out of um, character, are the tattoos still on her body? Can I see? The I mean, does she look the same? The tattoos are no longer on her body. Continue. <laughs> She was a friend of mine in, not in this world, but another. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe that's not the right chick. The chick that we met in the, in the restaurant had tattoos. She doesn't. That no, we're, we're safe. We're safe. That happens. What do you mean that happens? They just up and go away? Yeah. How is that possible? Tattoos are in the skin. 
<laughs> I've heard of magical tattoos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh. No, I haven't. So it is her then. Are you sure it's her? We need to find out who who inherited her tattoos when she passed. She inherited hers from Ooh, her father. So there might be somebody else. I need to find Silen. We might not be screwed. Crouchinches. Who? Silen. He. There's an inheritor for each of the four elements. She was the water. Uh, the one of water. Uh, Wolf Swift is one of air. Silen is the one of earth. He's a, a young boy. Let's see. Where where does he live? Meyer or Cardinal? It's been so long. I think we do need to go to Cardinal anyway, though. Okay, how about we we take care of Talia, we, we lay her in state, or, you know, take, take care of her body. We go find somewhere quiet, and we have a very long conversation, because Iokas is about to have his brain broken. Mm, yes. <laughs> If Proudstream here and his scribe want to come along, they can. But we need to start from the beginning. Or everyone here is going to think we're crazy, even though they already do. I always thought it was just stories. It's kind of cool that it's real. <laughs> you, you keep thinking that. I've known you most of your life, and and very confused. Which life is the question? <laughs> I'm a monk. Even I don't ask that. Oh, well. We all have numerous lives. We'll put a pin in that. Yeah. Uh, you you hear someone from behind the proud screen go, <clears throat> you rang. Nettles. And everyone turns to look. There's this guy. He's eh, probably about average height. He's wearing a long coat. If you want to think the classic towering green cactus, that's that's sort of the shape of his head. And it is, in fact, covered with a fine layer of nettles, except around his eyes and nose and mouth. Um, he has a, a large bloom on top of his head. Yeah. And he just kind of looks at all of you. Says, I was up anyway. I'm sorry. I was told it was urgent. He sees the body and goes, oh, hmm. We caught someone out, did we? Not exactly. <laughs> Unless the Dreaming Dark can reach in here and embody a Barjanasi. No. Uh, no. No. I just thought maybe you found one last corpse. No, we saw the person who did this. Oh, murder. Most foul. No. Just murder. The person who did this <laughs> is most likely going to target Wolf Swift as well. I think we should have this conversation somewhere else. Thank you. Uh, by now, you look around and you've kind of started to gather a crowd. He gestures just away from them. Very well then. See to it that she's buried respectably. She deserves that much. Proud screen gives you a, gives you a nod. Starts calling someone over to go find one of the uh, one of the priests. Nettles leads you away, just pretty much down an alley. And he looks to make sure that both sides of the alley are clear, and then goes, don't take this the wrong way, but how do you know that name? 
Don't take this the wrong way, but uh, I've seen her naked. Oh. I, I see you've met her then. Yes. That tracks. Galdrin gets around, doesn't he? No, she does that. So I was told you needed me to contact her. I'm afraid I can't. Let me guess, she's behind the bone wall? You're awfully informed for someone who is not in my inner circle. Yes, uh, I could explain it to you, but I have a feeling you're not going to believe me. I'm a talking, talking cactus. You would be surprised at what I would believe. Your name is Nettles. Uh, you don't remember it, but we've met before. We defended the city of Belieb from a dragon invasion. We worked with Wolf Swift to unite the uh, tribes of Lizardmen and unite the four inheritors in order to stop the resurrection of the Red Dragon Kemet. I know I've heard these stories, but so far some of them are coming true. That's what Talia was. She was part of the story. I would say you are correct in that I don't quite believe that. But let's say for the sake of argument that you are telling me a version of the truth. Yeah, I am going to use Galdrian's silver tongue. Uh, of course, I don't expect him to just believe me, but I'm going to use it. You want him to humor you. Make him believe that I believe it. So what is the ability... How does it read? So you know what's even funny? That mask we found, I've heard stories. He puts it on and he becomes a dragon. Well, he can get tons of ham. I've heard stories. We're not letting him put on the mask. Once per session, I can captivate my audience with a story that is so outrageous, so overwhelming, that it becomes the truth because my audience simply wants it to become true, at least in their minds. This is essentially a stunt, and this talent creates a success without the usual hard skill check. If my audience is not willing to listen like a bunch of cannibals hungry for some gnome stew, my GM can still require a skill check. Uh, what I am going to do is I'm going to describe in detail Nettle's apartment that we stayed at. And believe? Yes. His, his eyes kind of narrow a little bit. Until you start describing some of his more esoteric artifacts that he keeps in his apartment. And then he says, let's just say I can contact her. What do you want me to tell her? That there's some killer out for her? I mean, I hate to break it to you, but she is in the land of the, the lizards. Tell her that Mardiana, the shadow dancer, is going to try to interfere with the... Uh, with her unification of the three lizardmen tribes and is going to try to eliminate the leaders of the tribe with which she is currently uh, integrating herself. I will talk to someone who may be able to contact her just to figure out what is going on here. But I don't make any promises. I wouldn't leave Overlook for a little while unless you had to. If there is someone out killing people like that, you need to be under lock and key. Um, don't we have to go find that other guy? Oh yes, there is another one who is also in danger and he can't defend himself. He's just a kid. Wasn't he a blacksmith's apprentice? Yes. You're referring to Silen? 
Yes. Well, as far as I'm aware, he is safe and secure in the dwarven stronghold at Mayir. So I wouldn't worry too terribly about him. But now we have to find whoever inherited Talia's powers. And not to mention finding Erethus. Assume he hasn't gotten himself killed, in which case we have a whole other set of problems. We have those other caves that were marked on on that map. Oh, yes, that we could go try to find Erethus there. But uh, that involves leaving Overlook. Also, I don't know what most of this is, but the girl that got murdered got murdered in the middle of Overlook. So I don't think the walls will make a difference one way or the other. He has a point. <clears throat> I mean, if whatever they're spouting is true, um, and there are things that we need done or that should be done, then I don't think staying here is our best option. That was before we knew something was happening. We can mobilize the guard. We can, we can put around-the-clock protection on you. Oh, yes, that reminds me. Uh, you can't necessarily trust everyone in the guard either. Oh, I know. But I know who I can definitely trust. Remember we that? Don't need Hopefully Dolly is not on that list. We don't need protection, do we? Don't you? I don't. They're not after me. Well, they might be a little bit, since you're with us. So I can just go home and not be wanted for death? Oh, I could be the one to put the mask on this time. No, no, no one's putting the mask on. But I want the ham. I'm sorry, what mask? <laughs> we found a mask in the abandoned copper mine where a... Draconic cult was gathered. Uh, the ones who attacked that inn the other night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I happen to know what it does, including the name of the black dragon to whom it is linked. But don't we need somebody to put on the mask? Because didn't we need that black dragon? I say we as in I'm in this group. <laughs> I was not there, but based on their story, some black dragon came along and they got to ride on him and everything. Yes, well, uh... Put that on the list. Let's ride a dragon. Yeah, he gives smirks. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd <laughs> like to put to that on, uh... <laughs> I'd like to make that not exactly plan A. Yeah... I'd like D to skip for dragon. The, um, <laughs> the way we went about your pretty hair. Maybe someone who is uh, hoping to escape an even worse fate can put it on. Which reminds me of someone else we need to go talk to. Wouldn't it be funny to put it on uh, the other dragon guy that's missing? What's his name? Erethus? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, but he's a key, too. 
I don't remember what, but they told me about <clears throat> something. Him, him, he, you can't put him on because he's a key also. Why can't a key wear the mask? I don't know. I need more info from them to answer that. He feels as strongly about his mustache as I feel about my ears and my hair. Nettles says, um, Alright, I'll send a message. No promises. I recommend you stay in Overlook. We can put somebody on you if you'd like. I can't detain you here, but... If you're stepping into my realm, this is bigger than it would seem. Just for clarification for anybody who might be confused, what is your realm? If you're having to deal with the Inheritors, you're operating at a level much higher than your standard adventurer. He points at towards where Talia, her body was. She was one of the Inheritors. Just for anybody that might be confused. What are the Inheritors? Oh, right. I forget you're not from here. Um, The Inheritors are four beings who embody one of the natural elements. Okay. They help stabilize the caldera. Okay. Stabilize how? For starters, we're on top of an active volcano. Of course, yeah. So there's that. But he mentioned a dragon? That's... I don't want to call it a fairy tale, but it, it did happen. The Red Dragon Flight lost its final battle here, which is why we have a caldera instead of a mountain. I don't pretend to know anything about dragons. We haven't seen any red dragons, or black dragons for that matter, in forever. Thousand, two thousand years maybe? But- Well, we might see some real soon if we don't do something. Right. Okay. Could it be tied up with this snake-slash-reptilian cult? Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. They they definitely invaded the town. Y'all saw, or at least Proud Scream saw them dissolve into snakes. We murdered a few. I mean, Slade. I mean... Part of what I do is we have an influx Mm -hmm. of people here. I don't recognize you so I can only assume you've been here you've arrived here within the last few days mm-hmm. uh, we have such an influx of individuals here that sometimes they need to be investigated and that's part of what I do in in order to root out troubling agencies mm-hmm. there is a cult operating in the caldera who's hunting for draconic items of power mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. For, for no real reason, as far as I can tell. It's just there happens to be a lot of ancient artifacts here. If there's anything I've learned in my years is people do things for a reason. You may not understand what they are, but... Oh, I'm certain. If he's saying that this dragon rose and they had to stop it, hmm. without asking how and why and all of that, if that's a thing that we have to be concerned about and you have people randomly collecting draconic items of power for no particular reason. Doesn't that merit some type of investigation? It does, which is why I thoroughly investigate new arrivals. However, I feel this is a bit of a misguided attempt to gain power for power's sake because we're under treaty with the Obsidian Isles. The dragons hold no sway here. 
But there's dragon horde gold all around this island so far. Anybody can come and go. I'm sure any number of dragon spawn are from the Obsidian Isles, but they can't bring their master's agenda here. That's part of the treaty. But you have to understand that when I say the entire red dragon flight died here, I mean all of them. But how did you make a treaty with a vampire or vampire? With a dragon that was, what did you guys call it, locked away or whatever, thousands of years ago? We didn't. He died. So then he's not beholden to your treaty at all then? Be that as it may, he died. There were, I mean, witnesses around the world. And if someone is trying to bring him back, then... Uh, well, let me put it this way. You you know about the five dragon flights, right? Red, green, blue, white, and black. After the red dragon flight eliminated the black dragon flight, mm. the other three were so scared of him, they would make sure that no one would bring him back. Wow, you're putting trust in dragons? I have to believe that the treaties they made hold. Because I can't account for the actions of three of the most powerful creatures in the world. Okay, so we, or they, show proof that the treaties get broken. Who does? I don't think that's what we have here. Oh, I think we have someone who wants, bear with me here, who wants to to resurrect the red dragon flight, and um, working independently, Oh, so it doesn't break the treaties. No. Because ne- they were never part of it because he was dead. So if they bring him back, he'll be all powerful and kill the ones that are holding the treaty to where he can just come and take over look. For the caldera. Like yeah, I, th- I think this place is going to be a giant smoking crater once he rises. But dear God, we don't want that. So these inheritors, they're basically the locks, uh, or the keys to the lock, right? They keep the stability of the various elements in the caldera? As it was explained to me, yes. So if, what's her face over there, Talia, sorry, no disrespect intended, I don't know her though. Uh, If Talia was an inheritor, uh, and this has been, there have been inheritors for hundreds, if not thousands of years since the fall of the Red Dragonflight, uh, your order, or your circles, or whatever, must know how the various inheritors pass their uh, inheritance on to the next, correct? There must be some type of lore, at least. As far as I have been told, it is familial. Okay. Talia inherited her powers from her father Uh, that much we know but we she didn't pass hers on to any offspring we don't know who if y'all know it's familial though there must be a genealogical tree correct there would be a vested interest in knowing who's tied to that family no no well that seems sloppy it's not really a concern Tell it is. As long as there's someone to pass it on to. And those individuals who inherit tend to make themselves known rather quickly. So I can tell you who it came from. 
-hmm. and I can tell you who currently is the inheritor of that elemental power. How are they made known? Polia, her father was, until recently, the inheritor. And he was murdered, and she made manifest some powers um, that got our attention. So she flooded a place, she drowned people, like, what, what are the specifics? What happened with Talia? I don't know the specifics. I was only told when and where, and through that, I was able to track her down. But they didn't have any other stories, even generalities. Like, what happened? What what attracted you to Tonga? Me specifically? Yeah, like, what turned you on to that trail? My superior told me. And what turned him on to it? I don't know. Okay. And when we met her before, even Talia wasn't sure of how she got the tattoos, how they worked. Mm-hmm. Because her father didn't tell her anything. Mm-hmm. He had a journal, but I don't remember where we picked that up and even then it may not have helped that much for her remember when we met Mardiana's parents even her father didn't know what the tattoos meant wasn't her mother that had them yes you're saying we're looking for somebody that all of a sudden had tattoos appear that have no idea what's going on we're probably looking for a baby that could suck even more you're looking for Anyone spontaneously manifesting the ability to call forth elemental water or ice? That. Well, will it definitely be a water genasi? The inheritors are, as far as I know, entirely of the elemental peoples. Okay. So, yes. So, where can we find a gathering of elemental peoples, specifically the water peoples? Because that'd be a fantastic place to start. Well, primarily they live under the water around Belieb. So you'll feel like going to Belieb? We're going to have to go there at some point. Actually, there's several places probably need to make a stop. So uh, do you have that map still? Yes. With the new stuff on it? Yes. Okay. That'll... I, okay, I hate saying this because it sounds weird, <laughs> but the last time we went through this, one of the places we went was this set of ruins here. Just where are they? Yeah, down that, here. Yeah, I'm gonna point down to that set of ruins. Shit went down, but they had Silent. And okay. they tried to take Talia. There. Obviously. That's one of the spots marked. Yes, mm-hmm. that's one of the new spots. Yes. Alright. They had kobolds, and some of those kobolds became a red dragon. I know this sounds really really weird, but it was weird at the time. Listen, we passed really weird oh, a yeah. while ago. Point, point. Agreed. But it feels weird saying Agreed. it, okay? It's one thing with Calvin, God love you, the bard saying it, but it feels weird for me to say it. Because <laughs> I'm very practical and this is not practical. Alright, <laughs> so what do you want me to do about it? Keep an eye on it. Or see if you can have someone keep an eye on that set of ruins. I, sure, I suppose I can. And no, it was we, a dig site. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's it marked dig as site. dig okay. site. Okay. Um, two, uh, it appears that we are likely going to be 
going to believe, so you should be able to find us there. Right. You should keep <laughs> that quiet. Yes. Believe is more populated than overlook. Word will get around. I, I promise you. I believe it will. Is this a tree city y'all told me about? Yes. You got to jump on all the trees? Yes. Ooh, so I'm going to like this place. We have to get there first. Did you, see, you see where we are? Believe is way down here. Oh, it's probably a solid ten hours. Do we not have a faster way? <laughs> I, I suppose <laughs> you could hire goats. Hey. If you would really like to move quickly. I'd advise not the... Um, Unstable teleport scrolls that can find on that floating, the floating casino stoke? thing, even though we may need to make a run past there. Oh, that place is... I wouldn't trust anything you pick up there. Noted. The, the brothers that own that, that gambling boat, are killers and thieves. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. But we may need to pick up an ally there. Yes, I know. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay, so I'm going to get moving on this then just to get moving. Okay. I can find you, I think. Yeah, just look for the mess. I tend to stand out in crowds here. You do. Yeah, they broke the world before, so oh God. be prepared. I don't know about that, but it does track with our track record. All right. You've heard of the Astral Sea, right? Yes. Right. Well, I'll just leave you with that vagary because uh, hopefully that explains a little bit of all of this. Not at all. All right, then. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Not even a little. What do you suppose the Astral Sea is? You remember the Astral Sea. What do you suppose the Astral Sea is? No? You know, I crossed the path of knowing anything about three hours ago. So I'm just going to nod my head. Well, it wasn't that great of a place because it couldn't heal my stone leg. I had a stone leg. Uh (laughs) Leans over. Her leg is not currently stone. But I did. And it couldn't heal it. But it healed them too just fine. Because they are the ones that broke the world. Is there a possibility, Nettles, that this is just shared hypnotism craziness? God, just... I wish. Have you come across any hallucinogenic substances recently? Yes. <laughs> and man, <laughs> did they hit hard. But um, they didn't hit me. Or me. Supposing that you are just having a vivid hallucination and I am a fragment of it. So what you're saying is I'm probably still in the cave tripping my balls out and you're explaining this all to me as I'm dying a slow oxygen-deprived death. I'm going to jump up and try to slap him. Soon as slaps you. Not like in the face, just yeah, probably like in the chest. chest. Did you feel that? You're not dreaming. That's exactly what a dream would say. All right, well, uh... Metal says I don't have time for that. I'm, okay. I'm going to go make a few <laughs> rituals happen. Yeah. 
I'm sorry we're dumping this all on you. Oh, don't be. Overlook was getting boring anyway. I'm sorry that it's been dumped on us. He uh, takes a step back, gives you a slight a slight bow, and says, I'll be uh, in touch, I suppose. Not too close. You look awfully thorny. <laughs> he walks away. Just doesn't, doesn't even respond to it. That guy just needs a hug. <laughs> you you volunteering? No. All right. Uh, we should probably wait see. till morning. Yeah, finish sleeping. Yeah, it is, it is still the middle of the night. We need to make. We need to rest, and we need to make a game plan, or something resembling. Don't break the world. As long as there's no cheerleaders, we're doing Ooh, good. Or we could kill a lot of people and then break the world, so I don't go back to prison. I don't think that's going to happen. We'll that's also not... follow that under plan D for death. <laughs> death, dragon, you know. Yeah. Plan D is kind of a catch-all right now. Well, so... I guess we'll start heading back to the inn, and I need some sleep. I need to sleep yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you start heading back to the inn. Ardith Shannara is not with you. Where the fuck did she go? She has not been with you for some time, actually, now that you think about it. Okay, I have to find my sister. Is anyone, does anyone want to come with me? Yes. Do you okay. do you mention this? Because I'm currently yes. walking away. Yes, I mentioned this. Like, where the fuck did she go? Oh, is Ardeth missing again? Shannara? Yeah, they look alike to me. I mean, that's true. <laughs> okay. Aren't you supposed to be the great protector? And you let her get away? Oh, because you see Shinar up there? I do not. That's a one. Iokis <laughs> <laughs> is, is beyond... <laughs> is beyond yeah. mortal kin at this point. Uh, Galadrian's going to call out for her. Shinara! Shinara! Where are you? Ours is just going to start looking. No response. Uh, Galadrian will try to ask around if any of them have seen... Shinara, if any of the people walking around have seen an elf matching her description. Uh, give me a good charisma check. I'm great at those. Oh, God. Here comes, Why'd you jinx it? Here comes the one. Nope, nope. Oh, Two bad ones. Uh, let's see, 11 on the die, plus, plus 6. So that's a 17 and... Uh, I don't know that any of my backgrounds could apply to that. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll say one of them points you towards the inn that you guys are staying at. Okay, so I go into the inn, look around, try to find her there. She's not in the main room. Try to look around. Someone someone says, oh, I think she went in the back. I go in the back. The, the room that she was in is closed. The door is closed. I rap on the door to the Shinar, are you in there? And you hear her say, go away. Are, are you alright? Go away. Look, uh, I know there's a lot to talk about. I just wanted to check in on you. I'm fine, go away. Alright, everyone's worried about you. Hey, hey Shinara, didn't you say I could share your room with you? No. What? Why? Why? I didn't do anything to you. We were friends. Can't you just go away and leave me alone? <clears throat> no. 
We'll try. N- no. All right, guys, go. Shannara, I'm going to be out here. Just take your time. I'm going to sit down in front of the door. Okay. And if you don't come out tomorrow, I am going to pick that lock. You know I can do it. Galgrin's going to go outside and sit in the alley by the window. I'm going to turn into a raven and kind of at least go up in the thingy and make sure she's okay. Can I see her in the room? Yeah, you can You can see her in the room. Okay. Um, so she's like alive or whatever. Bottle comes by <laughs> and she does. <laughs> and really, like, she's she's curled up. She's dragged the bed over to the corner of the room. Uh, is curled up there and is, is writing something and just taking swigs out of a big bottle. <laughs> And, oh yeah, we're definitely sisters. And when she looks up and sees you, she does fling a bottle in your direction, which probably just smashes on the wall, splashes uh, liquor on you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna fly back out and let him know that she is in there. She's okay, but she's drinking. Oh yeah, that's definitely my sister. So you can deal with that in the morning. I will. Okay. I'm going to go back out to that common room mm-hmm. and try to find a spot. Yeah, you find a spot. It's surprisingly empty. <laughs> Everybody's afraid of getting killed again? Well, not just that, but most people are still outside discussing, yeah. you know, the fact that there's been a murder. After everything has settled, I'll kind of talk through the door. Shannara, can I come in? No. Okay, I'm here for you when you need. Just doesn't respond after that. Of course. I'm serious about the breaking in there in the morning if she doesn't come out. Oh no, if she doesn't come out, you don't have to break. You don't have to use a lockpick. I mean, I would like to leave this in intact. Yeah. And remember what happened last time you broke down a door. Remember, hey, she, remember I, what she has on her. Oh, that's true. Are you sitting out front? Galdrian's actually sitting in the alley, keeping an eye on things. But I think after. After maybe like an hour or so, he'll probably come back in and probably order order some sweets or something from the innkeeper. Mm-hmm. And probably uh, slide them, see if there's a way he can slide them under the door for her. Yeah, you slide them under the door and don't really get a response for those of you who are resting in any capacity. Uh, you can get all your hit points, dailies, recoveries, and all that good stuff back. I'm sleeping against the door, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> a a minotaur snoring in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to make sure everyone that goes to sleep mm-hmm. that, you know, is accessible. So you guys get all your recoveries and everything back. Morning dawns, and soon you awaken with a headache. So, is there, like, any... The bar's open, I'm assuming, right? Um, yeah. Or the kitchen? Correct. So I'm going to try for some type of tea or herb thing. Yeah. You're, if you recall, you guys are staying in what is effectively a meadery. One of the uh, servers gets you a, a cup of hot tea. It doesn't seem to be helping. Doesn't help. Well, I'm gonna go down the hallway and and skip over. 
Iacus lying on the floor sleeping mm -hmm. and kind of lightly tap on the door and sh Shannara you get no response Shannara bang a little harder someone down at the end of the hallway like pokes their head out and says people are trying to sleep so so stop banging Shannara no response Come on, I have a headache, and you always help with that. Nothing. I'm gonna... Well, actually. I'm gonna lean against Iacus. Um, can you open the door? Because <laughs> it's morning. Yes. I have a headache. I do too. It's called Suna. <laughs> Shannara usually helps with that. I asked Shannara. She's not answering. Mm, probably sleep like normal people. Normal people. Can you open the door? Well, it may you go away. <laughs> I don't know. Have you been here all night? You sure she didn't like leave while you were sleeping? Don't think so. Uh-huh. I sleep hard. Yeah, I know. I know. So Artis will be quite pissed if Shannara made it past you. Yeah. So don't you feel you need to wake up and look? <laughs> if you'll quit and let me sleep. Uh, yeah, I'm not letting you sleep. Wake up and open the door. big old bellow and he'll start climbing to his feet. Try the door handle. It opens. <laughs> I open the door. <laughs> this is what you got me up for. Nara. Nara. I'm uh, a walk again. in. Her bindle is gone. There's a little cabbage guy sitting on the edge of the desk, just kind of like dangling its feet. And when it sees you, it holds up its hands and it's got a piece of paper in it. What did she do this time? I'm going to make sure we're moving the blankets and stuff that she's not there. I grab the note. Nara, what'd you say? It says, uh, need some air and time to think. Gone for breakfast and ingredients. Ooh, Artis is going to kill you. She'll be back. I know Nara. She wouldn't do this. Artis is going to kill you. She'll be fine. You're dead. You're talking to a dead man. <laughs> okay. Am I that scary? <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I bet she went to the tower. I'm going to go to the tower. Maybe. I'm going to go Ooh, get Ooh, maybe breakfast. they'll help, help, help my head. Maybe I'm going I, to the tower. I'm going to get breakfast. Okay. Uh, you better wake up the other two. I'll let them sleep. Okay. Speaking of the other two, where did you guys sleep? <laughs> What's going to happen? Together. Yeah. So you uh, you wake up to Iacus, you know, bellowing in anger, a bunch of people poking their heads out, and then Suna taunting him about something he's going to be a dead man. What the hell were they talking about? I don't know. But, uh, 
that's probably about another half hour they're not bothering us. <laughs> that's a good point. What are you going to do with the other 29 minutes and 30 seconds? <laughs> Actually sleep? How fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I'm not going to wake them up because I don't want Artis mad at me, so that is all you. I'm going to go get breakfast. I'll sit where I can see Shannara's door mm-hmm. um, so I can catch her and let her know about her sister whenever she wakes up. Yeah. I'm going to go to the tower. You mean me, not Shannara. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ardith. Uh, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was... I'm watching Ardith's door so I can let her know about Shannara going missing. Yeah. It's not a critical issue right now. But it was quite a night, so you're you're excused. I, I am more set up for getting breakfast right now. You're gonna go to the tower. See if either Shinar is there or if they can help my head. So you uh, you get to the tower. If you recall, it's the only <coughs> ten stories tall building in the city. Mm-hmm. Where the doorway is, there's kind of just a, a stand there, and there's a very bored looking human lady kind of lounged behind it. Hello. Uh, hi. You weren't here before. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. I own the tower, so I assure you I was. Okay, you were not standing out here with this podium thingy. I assure you I was. Okay, so, if you own this place, do you have something that would help my head? Um, It hurts. A lot. Okay, I thought you were going to tell me this whole fox thing was not natural. (laughs) Oh, no, it's natural. I'm a fox. Ah. I see. Uh, yes. With boobs. Uh, Foxy lady. <laughs> yes, I, I, I can see that. Okay. So you got something to help the head? Yes. How much? We'll say five. Okay. Can I pay it if it actually works? No. <laughs> oh. I assure you it works. Okay. What do I have to do, though? You sprinkle it in some water and drink it. Does it come with the water? No. Oh. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, getting me that, have you happened to see a... And I described Shannara. Uh, information costs extra. Okay. How much extra? Ten total. Eight total. No, I said what I said. <laughs> you pay eight, you'll get eight worth of information. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give her ten. You, you give her ten, ten silver. Yep. She says, "Just a second here," and she goes goes in, gets some dried mushrooms, and just grinds them up in a mortar and pestle until they're a very, very, very fine powder. And then she puts that in a little burlap bag. And do I see this? Yes. And she hands it to you and says, "There you go." Oh. Those aren't the mushrooms that give you hallucinations, is it? Well, I suppose in the proper doses, yes. Okay. Although with these. I think, really, if you took that much, it would be your final hallucination, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. The the girl you were asking about, yes, she was here this morning. She was. Did you happen to see which way she walked away? Uh, I think she went east, towards the gate. Did she happen to mention where she was headed, or what, what did she buy? She bought, and she pulls out a, a ledger, she writes your purchase in it, flips it over, and says... Uh, nothing too special here, just 
basically some uh, inert binding agent. Okay. You have to have... Okay, I'm not going to explain magical theory. You, you have to put certain things together to make a potion work. I uh, knew that much. Okay. But it, it was items that, to make a binding potion? No. No. She, she bought something to bind other reagents together to make potions. Oh, okay. Okay. And that was it? She yeah, that was it. Okay. Did she happen to say anything? Did she happen to look okay? Did she have the puffy eyes from I mean, crying? I don't really keep track of all oh. the mental states of my customers. Is so she drunk? I don't know. That's a very difficult question to answer. Oh. She didn't stagger or... No, she was able to perform business with me just fine. Okay. As long as she didn't look hurt. Mm. I guess it's okay. No black eyes, bruises. I, listen, I just... <laughs> I sell potion. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for the information. Uh, no, thank you. And, and if this works... I might be back. Sure. If this doesn't work, I will be back. Sure. <laughs> uh, all sales are final, though. So. That that's fine. <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll see. Okay, so I'm gonna head back to tell Iakis here that Shinara went towards the gates. So you get probably I don't know halfway back when your head just. Starts hurting. Starts hurting worse. Do I have any water on me? Uh, yeah. You probably got some. Okay, so I'm going to open the water and sprinkle this mushroom stuff in there and drink it. You drink it? Wait a minute. Nothing seems to be happening. Nothing seems to be happening. Your she head, lied. Your head's starting to hurt worse. Ah. Oh. To the, to the point where you're actually starting to, if you've ever had a very bad migraine, see auras around people and things. I'm just going to kind of curl up a little bit and watch people. In the bright sunlight. Yeah, you, you do this for a couple of minutes, and it hits you that you're going to start throwing up here in a second. Okay, I'm going to crawl off to an alleyway to puke in peace, not around people. <laughs> yep, so you start, you get down this hallway a couple of steps, uh, start retching, and start throwing up uh, just liquid, pretty much. The mushrooms? No, no. Just like bile, and then you feel something catch in your throat, and you cough, cough some more, cough a little bit more, and then you throw up, and on the ground is an acorn that's, I don't know, probably three or four inches wide. It's definitely larger than an actual acorn that comes off a tree. And then another one gets caught in your throat, and you hork that one up too. And then... It's a pain of acorns. <laughs> <laughs> and then after uh, a second, you think it's over, and then you just lean over and vomit out a pile of them. Uh, as gross as this is going to sound, I'm going to kind of go through. Do I, is there anything else in there? So there's... Do they feel different? There's probably two or three hundred acorns, and you pick one up and, you know, like tap it. Aside from being covered in stomach goop, it's feels like an acorn and then the one that you're holding in your hands just starts to rot away 
like it starts growing mold and caving in and like little worms go in. Are any of the others doing that? You look down and it's happening to most of them. And then the ones that's not happening to just catch on fire and start burning into ash. The fuck? I must be dying. All that remains is like just little piles of, of mold and little burn spots where these were. And then there's just one acorn right in the center that is untouched. I'm going to pick it up. You pick it up and it weighs pounds. Like it is 20 times heavier than it should be. Okay. Is it hard like all the other acorns or is it softer? If you like try to press your nail into it, it probably has a consistency more akin to stone. So I'm going to scrape the wall next to me with it. Mm-hmm. It digs into the wall. Hmm. So... Does this have anything to do with my stone leg? Maybe it's a stone stomach now. Oh my gosh. Should have never have saved that little blue light. Never, 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 never. I'm just sitting there, shaking my head. And we'll say while you're doing this, the rest of you, did Iacus just kind of fall back asleep in his chair watching the door? <laughs> or did he stay awake? He stays awake. All right. Sullenly, but <laughs> awake. Uh, from the east, uh, the gates will say there's just this super loud trumpet blast. And uh, that's what we're going to call this episode. I'm, I'm getting head shakes. <laughs> we're just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, that's good. It's oh. good. That's how you know I'm doing my job. <laughs> when, when at any given point, the players can look at the GM and go, what the fuck? I mean, you're probably missing some choice expressions over here as you're staring at her. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so that's all I got for this episode. If you haven't already, you, know, you can find us on Patreon and all that fun stuff at Average Adventuring Party on Twitter, at Average Party on Facebook, at uh, the AAP Podcast. If, you know, you're not into the, the financial help, what would really, really help us out is... Uh, leaving reviews, leaving feedback. With this episode, we see the marketing push begin. So <laughs> definitely, definitely any word of mouth would be greatly appreciated. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, with that, I think we'll close this one out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time.